what drive an individual to get up every day at 430 in the morning to go and chase a passion, to go and chase a certain art that he ain't even getting paid for yet? What drives an individual to remove himself from all his friends, to barely have time with his family, to miss family events? What drives an individual to want to go the distance, to want to be the greatest, to want to outwork everybody? What drives an individual to have a certain hunger that's deep inside of them? What drives an individual to have a certain passion, a certain fire, a certain drive built up in them? And when you think about that passion and that drive and that fire that you got inside of you, it brings tears to your eyes and you get the chills. What make a man want to put everything on the line? What make a man want to spend hours and hours and hours perfecting his craft and working on a certain art, a certain skill? What make an individual say, man, I'm focused on a mission. I ain't worried about nothing else around me. I don't want to hear nothing else. A passion. Maybe a, your purpose. A certain skill. An art. Something that you're naturally good at. Something that when you're doing it, it just take you away from the whole world. Everything go away. Something you just, when you're doing it, it just puts you in a certain zone. You feel like a, a painter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Something that make this world seem like it's not even real. Something that make this reality seem like it don't even exist. And everybody just around you, just slow motion. It's just the world just feels still when you're doing what you love. That same feeling you get when you're nervous or you about to go on your first date. Or you're about to play a big game or you're about to perform or that same feeling that give you the butterflies when you're doing it. That same feeling that'll pop you up out your sleep four in the morning. Regardless of how tired you are. Because your passions, your purpose. It got the ability to defeat this physical world. Nothing can hold it back. I remember my senior year. Yeah, and I hope y'all hear that water in the background, too. I'm over here by the water. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I remember my senior year. Um, we got out of school. I was at Benedictine College. And we got out of school. I think we used to get out around like May. Um, yeah, around like May. Early May too. like that. Maybe like that first week and a half in May, we'll get out. And this is my senior year, right? Senior year coming up. You know, we go home for the summer. We used to get the whole summer off. You know, we'll get the whole summer off and then we come back. Then we come back in uh, around like August, check in. We got camp, tour days. So I remember like right before I was about to get, go home, I don't know, like some came. You know, I was going through some stuff at some time. I ain't going to just make it seem like it was, you know what I'm saying? But it's always certain things in life that's like the motivating force to you know, 
to trigger something or to life always puts you in certain situations that'll pull you, that'll corral you. Because sometimes, you know, it's like when when life wants us to go a certain way, you know, sometimes we be like expecting a voice to just come out the sky and be like, go this way or do this or do that. Nah, sometimes it don't work like that. Sometimes life will put you through situational events and force you to kind of go into this direction. So I remember I I stayed like I stayed like half the summer. Right. I'm like, man, I'm about to, I, I wasn't ready to go home. I was you know, I was going through some stuff. And I just needed to be in a certain space. And I'm like, you know what? I can just use this environment because I was in Kansas, you know, I was just in Kansas. And like and the, I stayed out there in the summer. It was like, you know what I mean? It was like the middle of nowhere, you know, but it was so I mean, like when all the kids went like when all the students went home for for summer break, like it was just like I ain't gonna say it was a ghost town, but it was just a different feel. It was a different energy. Uh, the school I went to, it really um it was really the heart and soul of that of that town. You know, it had its own little vibe or whatever, but it was just a different feel. So, you know, me being from California, being from the Bay Area, being from a fast place, right? You know, you so used to, you know, you come home in the summer in the Bay, it's, it's it boom, 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 it's fast pace. You know what I'm saying? It's just a, it's a different, it's a different lifestyle, right? So it's just a different pace. So, you know, I decided to like stay out there. I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to stay out here for like half the summer. I, I just want to lock in. I just want to focus. Um, I don't really want too much around me. I don't really want too much people around me. Uh, I just want to work with, you know, I probably stayed out there. I probably had like a man. I probably made like a hundred and fifty dollars stretch. You know what I'm saying? Like that, like half the summer in Kansas, you know, in Kansas, it's all pre pandemic, all that. So in Kansas, that's that. You know what I'm saying? That. That's like a, you know, that's a lot of money. You know what I mean? You know, gas. I think I seen gas hit like one sum out there. I ain't making this up. Um, it's the summer in Kansas. So, you know, I, I was good. I feel like I had all the tools, all the resources. I feel like I had everything around me that I needed. Not that I wanted. You know what I'm saying? That I needed. But, you know, when you got a certain passion, when you got a certain fire that's in you, you know, you, you, you'll do anything. You know what I mean? That's why a person can, you know, struggle with getting up at five in the morning just on a regular day, but let that person have a flight or something going to take a trip somewhere. You going that flight at six in the morning, you going to pop up out that bed at four thirty. You going to have a whole different right energy. You going to have a whole different uh, uh, mindset because that it's that dopamine that's driving you. You know what I'm saying? It's that excitement. You know what I'm saying? Well, sometimes you can have that same type of excitement. Well, let me say your passions and your purpose should give you that same type of excitement. I don't, regardless if you're tired, this, that, and the third, right? So I remember I just stayed out there and I just, I started putting in work. Um, you know, I had had a good spring football um, that summer. I mean, excuse me, that spring. This is like the spring of what, 2016? That was my senior year, 2016. So I didn't really have to worry about like, I didn't worry about like uh, whether I was going to have a starting spot or not. I knew I was going to have a starting spot, but. I wanted to solidify it, you know, so again, that passion, you know, just my love for the game, you know, that passion, you know, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm staying out here. I'm, I'm about to just get it in. I'm about to just stay out here. I'm about to just work. So it's, you know, in Kansas in the summer, it's 90, 95, 100 degrees, but it's a different type of heat. This ain't like back home. It's like humidity. You know what I mean? It's humid, right? You know, it's hot. It's sticky. You get in the car. 
the whole car hot. You can't even touch the steering wheel for the first, you know, five minutes. You know what I'm saying? When you get in the car. So it's just a different environment. It's just a, a different um, situation. But I, I needed that. I and mean, my roommates and stuff, they was looking at me crazy. Like, like bro, you stand out here. I just see like, you wilding. <laughs> you tripping, bro. Like, <laughs> but it was kind of like not too many people knew. So, you know, I stayed there. My roommate was there. Uh, one of my roommates had stayed there too. Um, he didn't come back home, but he was kind of like back and forth. Um, so, you know, I stayed there, watched his cat. You know what I'm saying? I was cat sitting. So, but I remember one in particular workout. You know, I, I was focused. I'm locked in, right? Getting up every day. I have my little routine. Getting up every day. Go to the field. Boom, 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 boom. Do my field work. Go into the weight room, get it in, go home, and I'm on the sticks all day. I'm playing 2K. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm playing 2K all day. You know, eat or whatever. Boom. Wake up the next day, do it again. Right? I was doing that same routine, getting it in, putting it in work. Coaches seeing me like Gerard. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? They salute me. You know, they looking at me like, man, this well, Gerard still out here? I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, I was trying to get to it, right? Because at one point. I remember it was like one summer day, right? It's hot. You know, it's hot. I'm in the weight room. I'm, I'm getting it in every day. And I remember like I just sat there. I was over by. I was over by the, 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 the what's it? The leg press machine. And I remember I was just sitting there. I wasn't even leg pressing, but I was over by the leg press machine in the corner of the weight room. And I remember just thinking to myself like. Man, this this all I got. And this is prior to everything that I'm doing now. You know, all the different, you know, all the things that I'm uh, uh that I'm into now is this is this is pre all that, right? So, I'm just like, I remember just having this feeling like this all I got. You know what I'm saying? Like and when I say what I mean by when I say that is like my senior year like I had this vision for myself on an individual level, but I had this vision for the team as well. Like I wanted to go 11 and 0 plus. Like that was my saying all summer. 11 and 0 plus. We going 11 and 0. We going to run the mill. For to go 11 and 0, then we going to the natty. But I remember like just how hard that I worked that summer. Like I, I you know I was I was getting after it. Like you know what I'm saying. I was I was putting in that work. Like you would have thought like I had a a training like, you know, you would have thought the league was coming to get me like, you know, what I'm saying like I had a pro day coming up. I was putting in that that type of work because I really wanted that. I wanted that for myself. I wanted that for the team. I wanted to go 11 and 0. And I remember just like the this 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 look like silent conversation that I had with myself. Like I got to do this because this is all you got. Like, I don't know nothing else. After this, like, and for a minute, like, I got, I got scared, right? I got scared because I felt like if I didn't have this or if this was taken from me right now in this moment, like, what would I do, right? Well, you know, like, well, I wouldn't have nothing else in my life to replace this feeling that I got. And mind you, like I said, I used to, like, it's moments like in my journey where I get the chills, like, like I get like 
teary-eyed because I used to, like, always felt like this burning, like, passion inside of me. You know what I'm saying? This fire for something. Now that I know it was something beyond football, but I didn't have the language. And I, every every now and then, it still come among me. You know what I mean? Right? So, I remember, like, man, I got to go hard with this. And that was pushing me to go harder and harder and harder. The fact that it's like my mindset was like, I'm going to go so hard with this. I'm going I'm to push it. I'm going to push myself to the limit so hard with this that I'm going to force that thing to happen. And I ain't taking no for answer. But like I said, I had this thought in the back of my mind, like if I get hurt or if this is taken from me, like what I'm going to do. You know, I don't have no, I don't know no other passions outside of football. You know, this 26, I'm taking y'all back to 2016. Obama might have still been in the office. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't, I don't know if Obama was in the office, but y'all get what I'm saying. It's 2016. Right. So I'm like, man, I don't know nothing else. I don't know nothing else outside. I was like, man, I don't know nothing else outside of this. And it, it's a scary feeling because athletes deal with that. Like, I got homeboys, like, you know, that I've had conversations with in the past. And it's like, like, they be, like, depressed. You know what I'm saying? Like, when once that sports is taken away from them, it's like, when you just can't play no more, like, your time is up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't go to the league or something, it's like, what you going to do? And I know it's athletes who deal with this all around the world it's like a when you're done playing it's like a mini depression right i remember coming home like after so after when i was done with football um when i came home like the spring of 2017 and then you know you're going into the fall of 2017 and now you just one year removed from the game <laughs> you know what i'm saying you just run. So you still, you know, you still waking up on Saturdays doing hut one twos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, that's the feeling that I had. Like I'm waking up and I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I'm having deja flashbacks. Like I'm waking up on Saturday mornings and I'm feeling that feeling that I used to feel on Saturday mornings. Right. When we used to have when it was game day. That's the best feeling in the world. That was the best feeling in the world. It was nothing like it. It was nothing like the Friday before, the night before, and it was nothing like, it's no feeling like that Saturday, that Saturday when it's game day. Every, you know, athlete, do what I'm talking about, every college athlete who played football, every college football college athlete know what I'm talking about. I'm sure, you know, other athletes know what I'm talking about, but it's a certain feeling like football. You wake up on that Saturday, especially if it's a home game too. Man, it ain't no, uh, man, it ain't no feeling in the world. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to get into it, right? Because it's like, I remember when I came home and I'm just watching, like, I'm watching my team. I, I remember my team, like, the first, you know, the school that I was at, I think their first game was like an ESPN game. You know what I'm saying? They was playing against a, a rival school, Missouri Valley. And I remember how sick. I was sick at the house. <laughs> I was sick. Why? I'm like, man, I was, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I was just there. Like, I know that feeling. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was sick at the house because I wanted to be there. I still wanted to play. You know what I mean? And like, that stuck with me for a while. Like, for real. Like, that feeling stuck with me for some years. 
like I used to like have flashbacks of like plays that I could have made, plays that I made, plays that I didn't make. Um, my senior year was just like, ah. Anybody who played with me know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say, you know. But I still like was having like I had to like, you know, have some like football, uh, uh, football one on one with myself, like because I had to. Man, it was it was it was crazy, man. Because for so long I had I had just played, and for so long that was the the vehicle to opening up doors and you know um, help changing my life. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that was the vehicle to getting me out of my neighborhood. You know that was the vehicle that kept me out of trouble. That was the vehicle that made me want to stop selling drugs when I was 18. That was just the vehicle, you know. So now playing it. When I was at BC and I was actually playing, it was man, and I was man, it was it was just a different feeling. So watching them play, I'm like, oh man, I'm I'm talking to the other dudes that that was going with me that played with me, like, bro, you see this? Like, you see that, bro, man, bro? Like everybody sick. Everybody gonna act like they wasn't sick. We everybody sick at the house, <laughs> right? So. You know, some years ago, and I remember it might have been like 2018, you know, mind you, you know, I'm into meditation. I'm, I'm coming across these different passions. Um, I'm involved in, you know, a project that that's that's that's, that's close to me now that I that I'm involved with now dealing with the, the metaverse. At the time, it wasn't called the metaverse. It was called virtual reality. But now you you know the world may know it as the metaverse but so i'm involved in these different things but everything is like scattered right and i know telling this story i know doing this episode right now i'm gonna forget something <laughs> and then i'm gonna go i'm gonna listen to the episode and i'm gonna be driving home i'm gonna be like dang i could have came from that angle or dang i should have said this or oh that would have you know what I mean? But, you know, it's all good. Uh, I remember somebody was telling me, don't worry about it. You can just roll it over into a, another segment or another episode. But I already know right now, but I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it right now. So, uh, you know, certain things was just scattered. I had all these different pieces. But now it was, a, it was about aligning them up, right? Stringing the things together. See, it's a lot of things, you know, that. You know, the average person, everybody had always talk about everybody has gifts, right? Everybody has talents. Everybody has passions. Everybody has things that they're good at. But they're either either one hidden, two scattered. Um, they just haven't been in a, an environment where, you know, it. someone has brought those things out of that person. Remember, like I said, you can have a, a oak, a, a acorn, but if it's not in its proper environment, it, it won't it will never go to its fullest potential. And like the type of neighborhoods like I can I can only like I said, I can only speak for me, my upbringing and my people like when I like with my people, we, we wanted the most talented and gifted. And like in the type of environments and communities we grew up in, you got you see a lot of gifts and talents. It's things that we do where. We express our talents and gifts and passions all the time. We just don't have a proper language for it. Right. So, you know, 
And uh, let me say this. I feel like it's still things about myself that different passions and skills. Like you're never going to like, oh, that's what I'm good at. Okay, that's it. Nah, it's a journey. As long as you living, it's always going to be uh, new things you can learn about yourself. Um, it's going to be different passions and skills. It's things I'm learning now. Like, man, I'm, I'm like, man, I'm pretty good at that. Or, man, I have a, pa- a passion for that. I'm doing it. I'm doing one of them right now. A podcast storytelling, you know, but it's really just, you know, everybody's passions, gifts and talents is really just it's backed by who we are. So now it's like, how do we express it? Right. You know, I remember like it's funny because, you know, we we all got these qualities and gifts in us. I'm going to keep saying that. You know what I mean? Because we all have certain qualities and gifts in us. Like it's like as a kid, I always knew. You know, and even like up to this, up through my journey of life, I always knew I had like a certain, I had a gift for creativity. I always knew I was a creative person. That's something I always knew about myself. Like when I was a kid, I would take random objects, you know, and because I didn't always have a lot of uh, action figures and toys. Like I was big on like toys. Like one of my favorite action figures growing up was like the G.I. Joe doll. You know what I mean? I remember I had like two G.I. Joes, you know, and, um, <laughs> at two different uh, points of my life You know what I'm saying So that was like my favorite action figure growing up uh, Was the G.I. Joes right So I remember like when I didn't have enough toys I would always like I would I would bring in other toys right So it might be like the remote You know scissors Whatever I would take like these Like you know those little plastic things My favorite things to play with Was like those little plastic things That you can like Sometimes you see them like and you like pull the little plastic thing through the little square hole and you pull it. You can use it as like a a rope, not rope, but you can use it to like hold certain things. Um, Those were like my favorite things to play with. And I will always bend them like in certain areas of um, I will always bend them in certain areas of the plastic. Like so I might bend them and like I might bend it in like threes. Right. You know, and I I was bending them to like kind of give them. I kind of I was bending uh, the plastic to like kind of give it like sub like depth or depth if that makes sense like to kind of give it like I will like section it off in threes so I'll take like those little plastic things and I'll like bend it at the top or like somewhere near the top and that'll be like from his head up and then like I will bend it like at the bottom and that the bottom will like kind of like the bottom and the bottom will be like the legs down and then everything else like symbolized like a body you know so i would take like you know stuff like that and just like give it life right the same type of stuff like i'm doing like in the metaverse now building uh digital structures giving certain stuff life and in depth just like this world you know but you know we'll get into that later <laughs> but so I will always give stuff depth and I will always I will create like these characters and like give them like real life scenarios. And sometimes it was like people that I knew, like I would like create like a, a group of people or a family or, you know, and I would just give them a life. And I would like create like real scenarios and situations until I got like bored until I was like done with that storyline. And like I remember, like I mentioned this in another podcast too, but I'm gonna go give give a little bit more depth. I remember, like I will always like create these fantasy worlds, like in my mind, like when I was younger. Um, I will like go to sleep to dream, you know what I'm saying? And I will play like different characters, like and I, sometimes I wouldn't even like 
I wouldn't even, I'm not even gonna use the word dream because I wouldn't even sleep. I would just like close my eyes and create stories. And I would do this because subconsciously, I know now why I was doing it, but subconsciously I would do this. It was like an escape from this world, right? I would like close my eyes and just like for hours and just create stories like for myself, like give myself a role, a house, a girlfriend. Sometimes I have kids and I was like young, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I used to do this from like maybe like the age of like, mm, from maybe like 10 to like 12. I think I stopped doing it like when I was like 13, right? But I would like, this was like all stuff that like I use now or stuff that people may know as visualization, right? You know what I'm saying? But that's what I was doing. Um, but it was the create, it was the creating, and it was the creative energy that always like drove me. And like, I will always do that. Like I said, just go close my eyes and just lay down. And you would think I was asleep, like if somebody saw me, but I wasn't asleep, right? So, you know, it's just funny, like how, you know, life works sometimes. Um, and if you look at most youth and children, like you can see like their talents and skills, like before it even manifests before like they even become adults like you can identify certain things you know within like oh man like you know if you look at like certain tribes like they used to like they wouldn't name a child until they watch him like like the first few years of his life right and they would do this because they want to study that child and see what type of gifts and talents uh or what type of spirit that that child had right and they would know how to identify certain things within that child because they pass through it <laughs> you know but that's a that's a whole another topic right so you know it's and it's funny you know how how life works sometimes because i remember like being in school right when i was in college my 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 major was um i was in a mass com slash journalism department and it's funny like I wouldn't even like I didn't even go to school like like I said I went to school for football but I didn't go like I was in that department to keep it real because it was it was more hands on it wasn't like math or science or anything it was it was more fun stuff like journalism like it's like it's funny like how I'm doing a podcast now but I didn't go to school for it like I used to I used to write for the school newspaper <laughs> you know what I'm saying so it's funny how life come back full circle but you know those were seeds that was planted like I would have to go like interview the lacrosse coach or like interview different people on campus, but it wasn't, um, I wasn't recording it with my voice. It was more like I would, well, I would record the conversation and then I would have to, you know, type it and write in like AP format. And then they'll like edit it up and put it in the school newspaper. So that, it's, that's kind of funny. And then like one of my, I had took a recording class, which is even funnier to me, not, like thinking about what I'm doing with this podcast. I took a, I took a, um, I forgot the name of class. It was like an audio recording class, <laughs> but I never took it serious though. Like I was just showing up, you know what I mean? But in the process of showing up, it was certain things that was planted. So I remember like the teacher, like he was like, we was really using audacity, um, using audacity. And I remember I would always laugh at him cause he was like goofy to me. Like he was like funny looking and funny, uh, funny to me. So, like, I was always, like, kind of clowning a little bit in my mind. Like, he was, uh, he, 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 he would use all, you know, we was using audacity. And he'll always, like, when he was, like, test the sound, he always go, testing, testing, one, two, three, testing, testing, one, two, three, one, two. Th and now I find myself doing that same 
same thing when I'm trying to, you know, when I'm trying to do the sound check. You know what I mean? So, like I said, I didn't even go to school for for recording the art, but these things were just around me. So I think it's just funny um, how life works sometimes and how certain things come back full circle. But you know, that's just an ex- uh, that's just an example. So my creativity is always something that's been like important to me. It's always been something I've been able to carry with me. Uh, no matter like where I was at, like even like when I used to go to juvenile hall, I was still like twelve. Um, and you know, you ain't juvenile, you ain't no video games, you ain't got this, that. So you, when you're twelve, you know, and you're in isolation like that, you gotta have, you gotta come up with something. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't really a reader like that, but the the books that I would read was the, it was two books that I I would go to all the time, right? The Harry Potter books because Harry Potter was like the fantasy, the stories. I was able to relate, you know what I'm saying, in a real way. Um, though it got real over those Harry Potter books, and then also the National Geographic magazines, because of the imagery. You know what I'm saying. I wasn't like really concerned with like the stories in them, but the Im- the imagery, the 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 stimulation. Right. I talked about be- closing my eyes and creating stories. So like I still wanted that. Like it still like drove me. You know what I mean. Um, I remember like I would even like rip out the pit like when I didn't, I didn't have like no no nothing tangible I can like play with. So what I would do is I would like rip the pages out of the National Geographic magazine and I like fold them like the long way, you know, fold them, fold them, fold them all the way until it's like a like a like a like a, a flat, you know, surface, like a flat. You know what I mean? Like a flat square going down like the long way. Um, so. <laughs> I remember like I would like take those and like, again, I'm back to creating characters. I'm bending them in a certain um, a manner, you know, and that was important for me. Like even going back with the toys, bending them because I used to be able to see like I can see like characteristics. You know, I talk about I used to like create humans out of like, and out of, you know, certain objects and I will be able to see like characteristics so I can look at a remote a certain way and be like, OK, that's the head. That's the this. That's the that. That's the body. Stru-. You know, I would do the same thing with the, you know, the paper. So I remember one time I got in trouble when the staff member came in there. He was like, hey, man, I'm taking your points. I'm like, for what? You know, I'm young. Like, for what? He like, man, I'm tired of every time I come in your room uh, and do your, you know, inspect your room. You always got all these, these papers. You got all these papers, you know, I, I don't want to see that no more. So I had stopped for a minute, you know what I mean? But, you know, I needed that, though, so I continued doing it, you know. So it's just things like that that I can just recall that were like the seeds planted for me or me identifying these certain qualities or not maybe not understanding them to a certain degree, but me just, you know, identifying these things within myself or I should say expressing them um, in a certain way within myself. So now I remember, um, I remember just like one day I was, I was talking to my mentor and I'm like, man, I, I was like, I want to do something. And I was young. I mean, I mean, you know, I was younger than I am now. I might've been like 23, 24. And I remember I was just telling him one day, like, man, I want to do something. And he was like, well, what you want to do? And I was like, man, I want to, you know, I know I like to, I'm like, man, I want to help people. Right. Sometimes, you know, you just got to plant a seed. It's just just these little things. And I'll tell anybody that, like, if you're thinking about like nine times out of ten, what's your passion? What's your purpose? Just think about the things that you naturally like to do. Think about something that you're naturally good at or something that you would do 
and without getting paid for it. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you, when you're chasing your passions, when you're chasing your dreams, in the beginning, you ain't going to be getting paid for it like that. You're going to get paid, but not like, you know, like how you want initially. But let me say this, too. When you're doing your passions, when you when you when you're doing your purpose, you ain't even thinking about money. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just because you're just in a certain zone. Right. So he was like, well, what you want to do? I was like, man, I want to help people. Um, And a lot of things that he do that my mentor do is aligned with. What I what I'm into. You know, I, I I come I come under his wing. You know, my mentor took me under his wing and and helped me um, identify certain things. Right. So he's like, well, what you want to do? I was like, man, I want to help people. Well, I was like, man, I want to coach like you because he, you know, he does coaching, um, helping people with. Um, let me say this: he's done coaching. He does coaching. Um helping people either f discover their life purpose or um, reprogramming themselves and just enhancing and evolving themselves. He does coaching in other different areas as well. Um, but I was like, man, I want to help people. So initially, I was like, I want to I want to coach, too. I want to start my own coaching thing. You know, so this is maybe what, like 2018. So, you know, we we we, we sit down together. You know, and we write out all my long term goals. I it's just 12, 12 sheet, you know, um, it was this 12 sheet paper and we just go over my long term goals. And one of the things that he did was help me figure out what type of lifestyle was it is that I wanted, not like what I wanted per se, but the lifestyle. Right. So, you know, we go over that whole thing um, and. I remember for for a period of time, well, I remember I had started doing coaching before I even did the pod, before I even started the podcast. I was doing coaching, and my coaching it was going to be a set of tools of things that I was into: meditation, um, custom guided meditations, helping people um, reverse programs, install new programs, figure out what it is that they want to do. Um, but this is. If you take away the labels, if you take away the brands and the titles, this is this is just for me. This is who I am as a person. I love like chopping it up with people about stuff that they into. Like I always like to see other people um, expressing their talents and being successful. I have the same mentality like when I used to be hustling, like I used to love seeing other dudes get money, too. Like it's just a good feeling when you're in an environment and everybody is. Um, doing what you're doing right so you know we we go through this whole curriculum you know and we working it we working i'm really working these programs like on a on a internal level on a on a mental level too because one thing that my mentor helped me to do was not just jump out here and start doing stuff all fast but build up the mindset and the mentality first right so i would say like for like the first year you know, I was I was doing the tangibles, but like maybe for like the first year, I was just working the program using certain tools. Um, so a lot of people may know it as vision boards and programming and affirmation. I was using certain tools and just building up the mindset in my mind, building up the mindset, building up the confidence. Because if you ain't confident in what you're doing when it comes to your passions and your dreams, 
you might not be able to put your best foot forward. You know, and I'm, I feel like I'm just now getting at, getting to the point where it's like I reached a certain level of confidence. Like, you know what I mean? But that confidence is backed by the work you do because, you you know, it's work that come with it, too. You know what I mean? It's a certain mindset. It's a certain grind. It's a certain initiation that you got to pass through if you want to get here. You know, so I remember I started doing the coaching or I'm not going to say I wasn't coaching officially, but I began the process of coaching. Um, I remember I was working with this one dude and, you know, he was helping me with the business aspect of it. You know, that's one the marketing aspect and how to kind of put myself out there. And this is right before the pandemic. So I'm working with him. Um, and, and, you know, like I said, he, you know, he helping me with this and that. But I just, you know, a part of me just wasn't always feeling it. I'm like, eh, you know, like this cool. But I wasn't into the whole I'm not going to say the business aspect of it, because now I understand that there's a business aspect to anything when there's a market for something. But I just wasn't into the whole like gimmicks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I got to be myself. You know what I mean? I can take certain things and use certain things and combine certain things. Right. But at the end of the day, I got to be me. Right. So now, I'm, you know, I'm doing the coaching. But then I, I, I think this is yeah, late. This is, you know, 2019, like I said, right before the pandemic. So then the pandemic hit, right? So now the pandemic hit. And when the pandemic hit, everything changed, you know, the whole world shut down. So now the world, the world literally, you know what I mean? Ain't no cars on the freeway. <laughs> so, you know, um, you know, the pandemic hit and that kind of changed things for me. Like I said, remember, sometimes life a life will cause certain things to happen to evolve and you've seen a lot of people like have like career shifts a lot of people you know um switch their whole little game up when the pandemic hit because it, it forced people to you know um luck i'm not gonna say luckily for me um but i would like to say i would like to say for me i was it was just like a continuation of certain things that i had worked on or how already have been working on. So for me, it was just about the rollover, like how I'm going to roll the things over into this next phase or, you know, this this next chapter of my life. How I'm a, you know, it was just about rolling, you know, rolling certain things over. One thing that my mentor always teach me is you don't ever want to throw nothing away. You just want to, you know, roll it over. You might put something on the back burner for a minute, but you, you know, eventually that thing might, you know, life might call for you to use that thing again. And you just kind of want to roll things over and make the adjustments when, 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 when and where, when and when, when and where is necessary. So, you know, now I think it's early 2020. I still haven't did the podcast. Yet. I didn't launch the podcast until like um, August 2020. So now, you know, I'm just kind of like. Everything is on standstill, but I kept having these different conversations, right? I kept having these different conversations with people and people would be like, man, when you, you know, man, you should do a podcast because people know me. Anybody know me know I like to talk, right? And a lot of times when I have conversations with dudes, it's, it's usually informative. If, you know, I don't just sometimes, you know, you know, sometimes it's just chit chat or whatever, but 
some certain individuals that I've I've had conversation with sometimes it's like it's like it's meaningful conversation. You know, we we talking about some. So I had two different people on two different occasions tell me like, bro, you should you should start a podcast. And I'm like, uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> you know, the first time I heard it, I was like, I don't know. The second time I heard it, I'm like, OK, I ain't going to just say something click right away. But I think the first thing that I did was I started looking into it. I'm like, OK, let me let me look into this thing. Right. See now see stuff coming to me now. So now. You know, I'm also involved, you know, another passion that that's dear to me now is like I like I mentioned earlier is the metaverse um, being inside of the metaverse. And that was introduced to me actually prior to everything that I'm saying now back in 2015 when I first came across my, my mentor. Um, he was teaching certain classes inside the metaverse. Like I said, at the time, it was just known as virtual reality. But. Um, that's when I was first introduced to the, the metaverse was in 2015. So, you know, we've, we've all, me and him always done different projects and worked on different things inside the metaverse. Um, and that's my, you know, that's my, now, you know, we, that's my, like, that's like my, he's not just like my mentor and my, and my coach. He's like a, like a business partner for me too. And an advisor. So it's like, <laughs> On many different levels, man, I, my mentor plays so many different roles in my life. Business partner, my mentor, my coach, a father figure, all these things, right? So, um, I've, 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 I've been involved with the metaverse about seven, eight years now. So, that's, that's been another passion for me. So, 2020 come around and, or let me say this, leading up to 2020 of August of 2020, you know, I I began. So August, of, so the year of 2020, you know, I think around March I started, you know, planting the seeds for my podcast, uh, the My Foolish Journey podcast. I started planting the seeds, and what I mean by planting the seeds, I really just just going out, um, doing doing research on what it would take, the different tools, this, that, and the third, the artwork. That was the main, most important thing for me. My homeboy had hooked me up. Um, with his girl, her partner, you know, she's an artist. Um, she's an artist. So, you know, I once I got the artwork and everything um, popping, or once I had the artwork, I was like ready to, I was ready to get out there. So, but let me say this too, because, you know, it's like <laughs> coming home from school was a challenge, man, too, because like for a period of time, like I was, I was working with my mentor, but I was like lost, like. You know, I had I had hit that point again where I was lost, like not lost, but scattered. Again. You know, I had things that it's like, eh, what do I really want to do? So things were scattered. But the most challenging thing was like, eh, I'm going to say that for a different episode. That's pretty good. So 2020 come around and I'm, I'm getting ready to drop my first episode. Right. Um, I think the first episode I did was like I dropped like three episodes, but one of the episodes, the first official episode on My Fool's Journey podcast season one, was the episode called "Breaking Outside the Box." And outside of just the tangible and the physical in the podcast, I remember like the feeling that I got. 
And for the first time, like, in a long time since I had stopped playing football, right, I had got that feeling again. That same feeling that I used to get on Friday nights right before the game. Like, I was nervous. Like, I couldn't even, like, I couldn't sleep. But these are all the feelings and emotions and things that I used to experience like when I was getting ready to go play a football and and let me say this like I coached for a while too when I came home you know um I had actually coached high school football because I wanted to you know still be around the game you know um it it kind of filled that void a little bit but not really you know um cuz it was times I'd be coaching I used to want to get in the game like bro like do this or man I, ugh. it was frustrating watching other people especially at my position like man bro you got to do this like you know what i'm saying so like it was it was times like it remind you I, I i started coaching like the first year i came home or maybe the second year so i like i said i'm still fresh out the game so like i had to like hold myself back like it was times like i'd be on the sideline as a coach and i'm talking mess to the other players like on the other team like and i had to like catch myself like oh you can't do that no more <laughs> you know what i'm saying but that's what i used to do when i played you know you talking mess to the corner when he come to the side or the receiver and I'm like, oh, you trash or man you man, take him over the top like you know just that kind of uh that kind of stuff so i'm gonna have to catch myself like man hold on but that's that love i still in passion i still have for the game and like i said i was 24 25 so I'm like, man, I'm not too far removed from these cats. You know what I mean? But I, I just still had that same drive. But the night before I was getting ready to drop the, the my first episode, that's when, like, I had that feeling. I couldn't sleep. I was nervous. I'm like, ooh. And it didn't hit me right away. Like, this is the same feeling that I used to get when, you know, when I played football. But it was, though. It wasn't until a little later. Like, man, I like that feeling like that. You know that. You know, the butterflies and you're nervous and you can't sleep. You excited. Right. So I'm like, oh, man, this give me that same type of feeling. So like the, I'm not going to say the, po the, the podcast thing was uh, ex experimental to me. I'm not as passionate or as I was season one as I am now. Now, season one was more like. All right, everybody, come on. Let's just record. Let's have fun. Let's have different conversations. Let's just build. And I wanted to kind of match the 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 mindset, or I wanted to just put stuff out there because the the mentality was different. It was like COVID had just hit. You know, I mean, we was like still like fresh in COVID, coming into COVID. So it was more like let's just create different energies and just put it out there, right? So I re I remember like again, I remember the feelings that I used to get. But season two, towards the end of season one, I was like, I can really take this and do something with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like season two is like, I can really, I can really go, I can really go in. And even me saying that now, I still ain't really even in my bag yet. You know what I mean? I, but my drive behind it is different. Now I feel like a, a musician. Now I feel like an artist. Now I feel like a movie director, a movie writer. What I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? I feel is it's a it's an art for me now, right? So now it's not about all right, let's just record. No, now it's about. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, 
these solos is just these <laughs> just off the top, but at the same time, it's it's a vision behind it. It's a certain creativity, it's a tone. When I sit down and record with somebody, okay, now it's a little bit more preparation. It's a movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's the that's the art, right? When I'm now when I'm in the metaverse and I'm I'm working with my mentor and we doing stuff in the metaverse, I can go sit down for five six hours at a time and just go in. But I couldn't do that when you know I didn't have anything that I can that that push me that same way or that it give me that same type of energy when I got done playing football because when I was playing football we'd go put in three four hours sometimes we'll have two sessions a day we was running hundreds because i knew we was only gonna do 40s when we you know what i'm saying we was only gonna do 40s when we went back to camp so i'm putting in those hours right and i it was it was it was it was depressing for me because i didn't have nothing that that pushed me that same way i didn't have nothing that that drove me that same way and i had to relearn Right, because when you playing football, when you training for sports, that's more of a physical attribute, right? That's more of physicality. So I had to learn, and I'm still learning to this day, how to put that. I'm like, man, a lot of stuff I'm, I'm working on with my mentor. Like, how do I take that same passion and drive that I had when I played football into doing into more mental things? And I, I used to tell him sometimes, like, man, like, like he he could sit down for hours and just lock in on a project. And I used to be looking at him crazy. He'd be like, like, how do he do that? Like, how do he just can sit at a computer all day for hours, five, six, all day? You know, you take breaks here and there. But I had to relearn how to do that from a mental perspective. And people don't know, like, people might, oh, that's easy if you play sports. But yeah, but the mind is a muscle, too. Like it was times like when I really started getting in that zone, I had to like I was like, oh, man, I'm giving myself headaches because I wasn't used to like really just sitting down at a computer all day or being still doing like, you know, watching videos and doing this and doing that. And, you know, but now. Now it's it's different for me. Because like when I'm inside the metaverse and I'm and I'm building certain structures and I'm doing certain things, I feel like an artist. One of my, one of my, you know, one, one, a big inspiration, uh, uh, somebody that's an inspiration for me is like Kanye West, you know, cause he's an artist, you know what I mean? Outside of just the music and many different aspects and, um, and areas of his life and th different things that he do. So like when I'm, when I, I got to like put myself in that zone, the same way I put myself in the zone before a game, you know, it's all about a feeling. It's all about a certain zone. And, you know, it's like I used to watch like certain athletes highlight tapes <laughs> just to get in the zone for football or study. Now I study different people. So I might not watch athletes no more. I might not watch football highlights no more. So now I might watch some listen to Kanye West music. And I'm just using it as an example. There's a lot of different things I do for uh, inspiration and things to get motivation but that's one of the things I do sometimes like when I'm feeling like a, oh, I'm feeling like an artist one day and I'm working and I'm putting in that work I'm inside the metaverse building see now I can be in there for hours all day I might just put on one of my favorite Kanye albums and when I'm in the process of building and creating time just be flying 
And I'd be mad, too, because I'd be like, man, this time be flying. And environment is important. Where are you working at? The type of work you're putting in. Nothing else around you really matter. Right? Like, when you get up, that's a good feeling for me. Like, being able to get up now with a purpose. Not even just a purpose. Being able to get up with new passions. Like, I didn't think that I was going to find certain things that was going to drive me. Right? And, it, you know, it's still other little, other little things as well. Other little projects that I'm working on that give me that same type of feel. But it's, it's all about a feel. Right? Like I said, just ask yourself. Nine times. What are you into? Right? What's something that drive you the same way? Right. Or what is something that you naturally like to do that you would do without getting paid for? It? Because if you can do something without getting paid for it, because let me say this. When you're doing what you love and enjoy finances and resources, that's going to come. I was just having a conversation with somebody about that the other day. Like, like that's going to come. You don't got to worry about that. Like, look at athletes or like look at musicians like. Man, I can drop it. Well, let me, I'm going to use my, I could, I could drop an episode. And when you think about monetization, right? Imagine dropping an episode and you get a million views of one episode for something that you just naturally like to do anyway. Or imagine you're a painter and every time you host a, a, a art exhibit, it's a chance that somebody, you know, your paints is worth x amount of dollars and somebody gonna come and spin you know it's like wait a minute i get to get paid for doing something that i just i would do anyway right so my challenge to the listener would to be you know think about think about something that you naturally like to do or something that you're good at you know we live in a we live in a world of like social media now like Back in the day, you used to have to, you know, man, dudes can go in there and just do skits, be funny, this, that, and the third, and, like, really change their whole life, really change their whole situation. Like, you couldn't do that at, you couldn't do that at one point. Like, you had to go through a whole process, acting classes, do stand-up shows. You ain't really, you know, I mean, it's still, you know, a, a lot with the old, you know, it's still some old and some new that you got to combine and mix, but... I just be like, it'd be like funny to me sometimes because I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, man, all the tools and stuff like we living in some some powerful times, some most some beautiful times right now. Because it's like if you look at all the tools and excuses and I be having to tell myself this sometimes, like it's really no excuse. Like, oh, you know, you can start your own, even if it's on a small level. Don't worry about that. Just put that work in. Know that you're great. You know, and, and the rest is just going to make sense. Because you can have a, the biggest this and that, production, da, 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 and have a big, and not be as, you know what I'm saying? So just express yourself. That's how you, you know, do, that's how I would tell a person, like, how do I, just express yourself. You know, again, what are you good at? What do you naturally like to do? You know, um, like I said, we live in some beautiful time because all the tools and resources that we need is right around us, like, Everything. There's so many tools, so many things out there, so much information. You know, you could just go go on YouTube, boom. 
Or you can look at, oh, okay, they doing it like this. You might not do it exactly like them, but you can take it and this is all the mental things. Sitting down. I know I could I know when I was playing football I can go put in work it for three, four hours. But now it's like, man, I'm trying to sit down and, and watch a video or take some these little mini courses on how to do da da da. It's just a different it was for me it was a different like I said, I'm still coming into it. I ain't got it all right now. You know what I'm saying? But I'm still coming into it. I'm still learning. But I have to, you know, I like to consider myself an artist, a creator. And somebody asked me, who are you as a person? I'm going to tell you, I'm a creator. I'm a giver. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm an artist. And art can be anything. <laughs> it's not just painting. It's not just drawing art. Uh, art is an art, a certain skill, a certain passion. So. These are just, you know, things that I like to use. But by using these words, it changed the game for me. It changes reality. It puts you in a whole different space. So now you start to perform like that. Now when you're doing that passion, right, you start to follow up with that. You know, I really wanted to I really wanted to do this episode for for a long time. I ain't gonna say a long time, but uh, lately, I've been wanting to do this episode <laughs> because my passions actually led me to this episode. You know, somebody, you know, somebody asked me the other day. I was telling them about this episode. Like, what made you want to do that? My passions. It's my passions that led me to wanting to do this episode because I wanted to express it. I wanted to share it with the world because I know it's individuals out there. I I, I know I know it's individuals out there that's, you know. That's looking for a fresh start. That's looking for a new chapter. You know, I know it's people that's in certain environments that feel like it's more to them. I mean, you just look at like, you look at people like when they retire, right? Whether you're an athlete, whether you are a doctor, or this or that, whatever your career was prior to you retiring, right? If you, if you look at these individuals, it's almost kind of like a, a start over for them. Like they got to like, relearn i'm not gonna say relearn themselves but they gotta like you know find different passions so to find different passions you gotta find different aspects of yourself um one of my favorite uh athletes of all time r.i.p was kobe and like even kobe like athletes one thing about athletes, like you can't play forever you know what i'm saying so like even kobe had to he talked about his new passions for um storytelling and coaching outside of basketball and different things he was doing as well so it's like no matter who you are, like it's always going to be different aspects to yourself. It's always more to learn, more to discover. But it's about, you know, going to a place within yourself where you can find these things. And they there. It's, man, it's, it's crazy because these things are just there waiting. They waiting to be uh, uh, <laughs> they waiting to be expressed. They waiting for you to pull it, pull it out of you. They're waiting for you to play like, man, you got, man, everybody has certain get, talents, gifts, and passions. But it's important for me to 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 put this energy out here because and 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 put this put this episode out because it's like if we don't tap into these these passion, skills, and gifts, they'll just sit there in a dormant state. And when I first came home for a minute, like, that's what I felt like. Maybe that was that feeling I used to say I used to feel. That fire and that passion just in me.
to this day, I, I feel certain things in me that's just waiting to be released. And they waiting for you to release it and it's waiting to be released. So, you know, that you know, that's that's what I really, I, you know, that's really what I wanted to go, man. Like I said, I know after I do this episode, I'm going to be driving. I'm like, dang, I should have said that. But nah, once I create the energy, I'm going to leave it out there. And whatever didn't get said, we're going to do it in a, I'm going to find another purpose for it. <laughs> right. It's like, like, even when I'm like doing the podcast, right. It'd be funny because. I'm gonna leave y'all with this. It'd be funny because it's like when I be recording with people, and I did this the other day. Um, <laughs> I be in creator mode sometimes when I'm when I'm doing these podcasts. Well, especially when I'm recording with another person. When it's just me solo, it's just all off the top, um, just straight from the heart. But when I'm recording with people, sometimes sometimes I be in a certain creative mode or let me say this even when i create these episodes people be like oh man you know that was a real good episode but I, for me i'd be like i see the flaws in it i see the good i see the bad if you look at like somebody who builds a car or somebody who bakes a cake or whatever the the builder the creator is always going to see the trial and the error to the individual, it's like, you know, you know that saying like somebody else's food or I ain't gonna I don't wanna use that analogy. Somebody else's food always tastes better than yours, but it's some people that you know that might not always apply. But if you go buy a brand new car right now, the engineer, the architect of that car, or if you go buy a brand new house, he's gonna see all the flaws. He's gonna see all the trials and the errors, the imperfections. So I don't know, like stuff like that push me though. So like this episode, for example, I know when I go and I listen to it, when I'm editing it and I'm listening to it, I know that to me it's going to sound like, okay, that's good. But another part of me is going to be like, Ugh. like no matter what I do, no matter what create episode I create, no matter what I build. And a part of me is like a perfectionist. I got this like perfectionist like energy about me. Right. So no matter what I do, what I create. I know, I know, I know it's it's always like that part of me that's like, uh, it ain't perfect though. <laughs> and sometimes we just have to just stop. Like, listen, stop is good, bro. Like, you know, it's nothing going to be perfect. You know what I mean? Um, so I always see stuff from the creator's perspective. You know, when you seeing it from the creator's perspective, it, it's going to look different. It, it's probably people, musicians who put out music and... You know, they be like, uh, it might be a, a top hit song. But to that person, it's like, uh, it's cool. And that's what I be doing sometimes. Like, I be like, man, that was a real good episode. I be like, man, thank you, man. It was cool. Or, you know, I try to, you know what I mean? And I don't really go back and listen. After I, I only listen to it once. And that's just when I'm editing it. After that, I'm done with it. It's only a couple, few episodes that I've did, done. And I went back and actually listened to it. Or even when, like, when I'm in the metaverse and I'm building and I'm trying to build a certain structure or something. I'll be like, ugh, I'll be trying to get the right. You know what I mean? But the right, it might just be right there right now. You know, it's not going to be like this, you know. So, you know, it's a lot. You know, it's a lot. I'm probably, I'm going to probably do like a part two to this. And from a different angle, though. You know, um, more of a how-to angle. You know. So, you know, 
you know, with that being said, I thank you all for listening to the Mindful Journey podcast. And I'll see y'all on the next episode. Peace. <laughs>